Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another great episode of the Alan Alfred Sports Talk Show. Really glad to have you this evening. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. And definitely, we'd love to hear from you. The phone number to call in is 516-418-5572. Again, that's 516-418-5572. Hope you have a great night. We're going to make it even better by talking to you this evening. Want to go ahead and first and foremost thank our wonderful sponsor, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. So definitely check out a four-pack of Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce right there at flbbqsauce.com. Again, that's flbbqsauce.com. Hey, we got the 4th of July coming up. It's the 4th of July weekend, in fact. And it's a great time for you to have some great barbecue, great cookouts. That Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce will take care of you just right. So we got a lot to talk about. And definitely, just like we do on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show, if there's any person in a sports arena that has unfortunately passed and no longer with us, we honor them. And we're going to do that by paying tribute to quarterback Ryan Mallett. Unfortunately, he uh, passed away this week. So definitely want to send our sincere condolences to the family, friends, and definitely anybody who has been affected. So we're going to go ahead and give a moment of silence in tribute to quarterback Ryan Mallett. So we're going to do that right now, a moment of silence for Ryan Mallett. All right. So definitely want to go ahead and, and give props to something that happened this weekend, and that was really, really cool. We got a chance to see a perfect game by New York Yankees pitcher Domingo 
Germain threw a perfect game, the, the 24th perfect game that is in Major League Baseball history. And anytime you watch perfect games, the cool thing about it is it's something that's very rare, you know. And <laughs> the nice thing about it is that when it gets close, even when you're in enemy territory, which Domingo was in, he was playing for the Oakland A's. He was in enemy territory, and towards the towards the eighth inning, you could see the fans kind of like hoping that he'd get it because <laughs> special see a perfect game. And it brought back memories to David Wells when he threw a perfect game for the Yankees. That was awesome. But that's the, the cool thing about sports is, hey, you never know when something is going to happen. That's why greatness doesn't come around too often. Perfect games don't come around too often. So you know what? Congratulations to pitcher Domingo German for the New York Yankees for throwing a perfect game. Right, so we're going to bring on our first caller. We're going to do that right now. And hey, how you doing so far tonight, Lou? After that game, how do you think? <laughs> Pure perfection. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was fantastic, man. That was first something real special. Twenty-four years. Yeah. 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 I was flipping, I, I was flipping back and forth between uh, that and the U.S. soccer game, which was also a great game. So the game was out of reach. Um, you know, I'm flashing the scores, and you know, I see the Yankees are working on something interesting here. I know hitter, like, I know, never mind, no hitter, a perfect game. Well, I'm not leaving this. You don't leave a perfect game. No, you don't leave a perfect game. That's you right. Don't, if you do, you're not. If you do, you dare, you dare, you call yourself a fan. Forget it. Yeah, and that's the what cool thing about it is, is it's something that you don't see too often. It's very nope. – Andy threw like a perfect game too, which is – I mean, a no-hitter is, is fantastic, but to throw a perfect game, that is phenomenal. You don't see that too often. You know, and, it's, and to think with the long history the Yankees have had since uh, since almost the end of the dinosaur era, you would think there would be a lot more than they only This is only their fourth ever perfect game. Wow, and there's only been 24 ever in Major League Baseball, and this is only – this I is four. I thought it was fewer than that. Yeah, the last time I checked, it was 24 perfect games. Well, which is, Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, and, and David Wells, I believe, was the last one who threw it for the Yankees, right? The last perfect yeah, game? Yeah. I saw that. How did did you, were you, were you yeah. in attendance for that I one? Didn't. No, I wish. But, uh,. No, but it was a, it was a hot day. It even rained a bit. It rained in the seventh or eighth inning, so the game was delayed. So naturally, you think if you know that's going to happen, okay, there goes his, there goes his rhythm. There goes the perfect game. The no hitter, forget. Nope, he picked up right where the game left off. Yeah, mowing him down. You're right. Yep. You're the exactly game. right. A delay like that would benefit the other team. That's for sure. Oh sure. Well, no, no, I wouldn't say it benefit the other team, but. I think that you know that the pit, the uh, rhythm of the pitcher would have been gone, and you know they would he would have gave up maybe a couple of hits or maybe a run or something like that. I mean the game was out of reach, you know. 
for uh, it was it was against the Montreal Expos, now known as the uh, Washington uh, whatever. The Washington yeah. uh, Capitalists, whatever you want to call them these days. So um, you know he didn't he didn't lose he didn't lose any form at all. Usually that would happen after a delay. You would you would lose your you would lose your lose your form. That's not unusual at all. But he was able to maintain his composure, and uh, Conehead hit the perfect game. Yeah, so you have Cone, you have David Wells, you have Domingo German, and who was the Larson. Oh, Don Larson. Don Larson. That's right, in the World Series. Mm-hmm. So we got so all we four, had, right? Yes, though so we had two no-hitters in playoff history. Uh, they weren't perfect games, but they were no-hitters. And one just happened in the last World Series, much to my dismay. Yeah. <laughs> no hitter against the Yankees with four different pitchers. Don't go there. Well, we can't <laughs> count them. We can't count the Astros. They they defeat. So uh, you know we can't really count them. I know. Because every time, that was every time I see, every time I see what happens, like I I think I hear a trash can in the in the deep in the you know deep in the uh, stadium. I hear trash cans banging when the Houston Astros up the bat. <laughs> yeah, I can hear these 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 whistles, these trash cans. I, I hear something every time there's a game over there. <laughs> so we'll actually know how would you how many how many units they actually have. You know, that's the crazy thing is they were banging against a trash can and no one figured. I mean, people like knew something was up, but they didn't kind of break the code until it was like too late. Yeah. <laughs> Cheaters never prosper. Remember that. Contrary to popular belief. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of cheating going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've had a lot of stuff over this past week, you know, uh, the NHL draft. Uh, nothing really surprised me. I think we knew Bednar was going to go to Chicago. But uh, if you're thinking it's going to go from worst to first, uh, no, that's not going to happen. I mean, yeah, I'll grant he's a good pick. He was a good, uh, good uh, college player. But uh, I don't see Chicago, um, you know, going from worst to first just like that. And hoping that one player will make that big of a difference is too much no. pressure. Yeah, I agree. Hey, yeah, guess what? You're not coming out of retirement. Okay. And I tell you, the, the hot guys look younger and younger every year. I wish I did. They look like they look like babies. Yeah. But yeah, I get you. One Still player. Yeah. You know, when you have a team that always loses a lot, and I usually think yeah. that there's a lot more going on than just you needing a player or two. Usually, oh, it's bad, sure. bad, bad culture is what I usually assess yeah. it to. Or to put in the words of it. Or to put in words like this, uh, like the old group and the old song, Bad Company. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. You would. Oh, you got, <laughs> oh, you got that. Okay. Okay. You, you know that. you okay. were exactly I thought, right. I thought, Bad Company. I thought you were. I thought you were too young to know that. <laughs> no, you're right. Bad Company and usually bad culture, and that's usually hard to kind of break, break habits, yeah. bad habits. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it just showed my age a bit. Yeah. 
But, yeah, we got and 4th of July weekend coming up. I wish I could say the College World Series was, was going to be better, but only the first game was decent to watch. The other two games were like, what is this? This wasn't the game. This was, you know, this was, ugh. It was horrible. And I didn't even get a chance to see game three because we had a power failure on Monday night, so I wasn't able to watch that game. But turns out I didn't miss much. Yeah, I mean, I definitely you're right. Game. I missed the worst game in college baseball history. Yeah, so maybe that was a good thing the power went out. Yeah. I mean, it was a decisive game. I wanted to see it, but eh, didn't miss much. In fact, I think it's still going right now. It's, 100 and, it's 163 to 5 right now. Yeah. That's a major blowout there. But but don't worry. The the more competitive games are coming. College World Series is actually exciting. Was, what do you think is more know, exciting? Uh, the Little League? The Little Leaguers or the college? Little League. Yeah. I mean. Little League is more exciting. Even I watch Little League Baseball. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how good those kids are. And not only yeah. that, they got to be underneath a lot of pressure, too. Mm-hmm. Some have gone to major league success, but you know they're they're playing for the pure joy of the game, and that's important. Yeah, you're right. I that's mean, more important. They're playing for the pure of the game. They're doing doing what the you know the, some of the kids, the adults, should be doing. Just play for fun. Right. Then what about contracts yeah. getting traded? Uh, things shipped down, you know. Yeah. No, you're right. It becomes more like a business than anything. Right. Or like, hey, what the thing is, we'll have to send these little league team to Siberia if they don't get, they don't shape up. Yeah. No, they don't, they don't <laughs> do that. You know, so at least, you know, at least, you know, there is no, there is no pressure on them. You know, you're not going to lose your job. Uh, you're not going to be sent down to the minors. Uh, we're not going to dock your pay. You don't get paid anyway. But uh, you get the idea. I mean, baseball, you know, because for the kids, it's all about the fun. That's what it should be, first of all. It should be about the fun. All sports. In no, general. you're exactly right. You're exactly right. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. But I guess they want to take the uh, Michael Douglas way. Read is good. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just amazing how money yeah. screws everything up. Money, the love of well, money, or it just messes yeah. everything up. Money talks and BS walks. That's right. But definitely it's a fourth of July weekend. And yeah. I know you probably got something really big planned, so what's going on for your show this weekend? Well, I'll send a few firecrackers to the crowd. Um, we're going to cover, oh, we're also going to cover the, uh, the SB award nominations. I forgot about that. Yes. SB board nominations are, are out, so we'll take – maybe I might do two weeks of that because I don't know uh, how much – how long the list is going to take, so I might divide that up into two parts. Uh, we'll cover the College World Series disaster. Uh, we'll, have, we'll also preview the uh, – which is tomorrow. Uh, well, uh, All-Stars for MLB and the WNBA. Uh, they're played, I think, in the same week, but not the same day, of course. Uh, College World College World Series, um, WNBA, WNBA, oh, NBA draft, of course, and the NBA free free agent frenzy. 
Yeah, so you got a lot going yeah. on this weekend. There you go. And, and you all thought it's going to be a dull week, people. Ah, yes, again. <laughs> so if you got time tomorrow, uh, dial the following number, 512-543-4662, or uh, 1-800-CHAINSMOKERS. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boy. There I go. I'll have to explain that. They were make, they're making a, a big thing about with um, uh, there's going to be a NASCAR race in Chicago this week, and the opening act is going to be that the Chainsmokers, that horrible pop group. So I was on another one of other shows last night, and we did a whole we did a whole monologue for like the last half hour. So I said, hey, maybe we'll bring in the Chainsmokers for a guest tomorrow. Oh God. Yeah. Yep. Something that just like helped. this. Something just like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The enhanced board show with opening act of Chainsmokers. Oh boy, I'd rather have Fritz in the tantrums. Thank you very much. Okay, <laughs> I like Fritz in the tantrums. Yeah, sounds like it's gonna be exciting with Chainsmokers opening your show. Oh. That's right. I like I like the Foo Fighters. Thank you. <laughs> no, really, so. I times like this, I can need a good guest. Oh boy. Okay. On that note, before I make a complete fool of myself, I'll just go and hopefully, uh, if I don't see it, if I don't hear me tomorrow, then uh, happy fourth, and happy fourth to everybody in the sports world. Definitely happy fourth of July to you too. I'll do my best to call in, but definitely, it's always a pleasure to hear from you, Lou. And even to all you Chainsmokers fans out there. Oh, okay. Good night, Alan. <laughs> uh, Have a great night and a great weekend, Lou. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. Yeah, so that's the great and the famous Lou. So always great to hear from Lou, the Enhanced Sports Show. Make sure you guys support him on the 4th of July weekend, which is this coming up weekend. He'll be again Saturday between 4 and 6 p.m., 512-543-4662, 512-543-4662. And you can also check him out online at YouTube, Enhanced Sports Show. That's 4 to 6 Eastern Standard Time Zone. So always great to hear from Lou. And in Major League Baseball, I mean, that play that happened this week, besides the nothing at the top, a perfect game that happened during the week is just rare. You don't get to see it too often. But I did see a really cool play. Juan Soto usually put them out there way in the seats. But this one was a borderline home run. And it got gobbled up, jumped up by the fence, snagged, <laughs> you know, so by the left fielder. So you got to check that play out. So Juan Soto gets robbed. <laughs> so, you know, guys are in mid-summer season form. So you're going to see things like this, perfect game. And one other note on that perfect game of all the victims, the Oakland A's. You know, <laughs> but that's good for the fans on both sides, the Yankees as well as the Oakland A's, because right now the the future of the Oakland A's is up in the air with them staying in Oakland. So that might be the last really big piece of history they get a chance to see. So props for that no hitter. And we got a lot going on here on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. Again, the phone number is 516 418 5572 516 So that's the number you can call in. 
One of the things that was pretty interesting that happened this week also is baseball, you know, they have it in London now to make the game more international. And you got a chance to see Derek Jeter kind of like his debut on being a, you know, a one of me guys, a media guy, somebody that's going ahead and he's going to be doing interviews on Fox. He's going to do in-game analysis. And he, the interesting thing, he's sitting right next to A-Rod to do it. So that's going to be interesting. They started off with Big Poppy giving him a Derek Jeter jersey. It was ironically, it was Derek Jeter's birthday this week. And it was it was funny how Derek reacted when he got the gift of the Boston Red Sox jersey. Check that out if you haven't seen that online there too. That was interesting. You know, I... I a lot this week, so I'm going to speak on this about this. Yes, I am surprised that that Derek Jeter, we've come to the point where he's now doing in-game analysis. And the reason why it's kind of shocking and ironic is because he's a guy throughout his career kind of quote-unquote loved to have his privacy. And when you are front and center, you're one of the guys who are doing the in-game na- analysis. You're sitting next to A-Rod. You're sitting next to a Big Poppy. It is a little bit of a change of pace. And it is, a, I would say, a big change of pace because now you're going to be a public figure and more of a face figure. So people are going to see you on a, on a day-to-day basis. And you're kind of coming out of that privacy shell in, in, a, nut, in a nutshell. So it's going to be interesting how he does, you know, I'm going to hold my opinions on it, let it kind of ride itself out a bit later season. You know, it's like anything, when you learn something new, you got to kind of get adjusted and adapted to it and kind of go from there. Now, one of the things that kept coming up also this week is, is Derek Jeter and his ownership qualities that happen in, in, for the Florida Marlins, and I will say on that front, yeah, it was it was disappointing. And, you know, it's one of those things that I kind of talked about a couple of weeks ago that when you become an owner, it's a different skill set than being a phenomenal player. You can be a phenomenal baseball player, football player, basketball player, and that doesn't necessarily translate for what you're going to do in the owners as an owner. It's just two different skill sets. When you're an owner, you're more, you're more in a position where you're serving people versus you're in a position where you're kind of self serving yourself. You're managing yourself. You're managing how you get better. You're managing interact with, what opportunities you get. It's all about really you elevating yourself. When you become an owner, for you to really be successful, it's really about you elevating the people that, who are serving you, who are working for the organization. It's a flip. And also part of being ownership is just, it's not just buying the team. It's also the rest of it that comes with it. It's kind of like if I go out and buy 
an Audi. It's a great luxury car. Looks cool. German engineering and everything like that. If I go out and buy a BMW, it's the same thing, a brand new BMW. Just getting the vehicle is just the start of it. There is maintenance that comes along with it. There is incidentals that come along with it. If you are struggling to get the money just to buy the team, you really are not in a position to be an owner. I don't mean that to be harsh, but let me just be real with you. If you are coming into partner with someone else just to get the team and you really won't have much after you purchase this, you're going to have a hard time being a good owner because you need to have those resources that come along because when you become an owner, you have to be willing to spend some money. When you buy a BMW and Audi, you have to be willing to spend some money. You know, instead of it all change, if you have a used vehicle that's non-luxury brand, you might spend on a great deal, 20, 40 bucks for full synthetic or top of the line oil change. But when you are talking about a BMW and Audi, 100, $150, $200 for an oil change. And that's just an oil change. You ask for a tire rotation, you ask them to change some filters. You know, I used to own a Lexus, and I know it's a little bit off topic, but I'll just give you this quick example. I used to own a Lexus, beautiful car, SC430. But every time there was a guy <laughs> in the waiting room, this quick story, I kid you not, he was in the waiting room. We was getting, you know, so they got beautiful snacks in Lexus, and he even said, man, he told the person he was with, every time I come in here, I'm spending $300 no matter what I do every time. And I started busting out laughing because it was so true. I couldn't go there myself. And I was thinking the exact same thing. I could never go there myself without dropping $300, whether it be getting an oil change, whether it be doing this, whether it be doing that, before you know it, your bill's 300 bucks. So if you're an owner and you don't have those resources where you can kind of spend money after getting the team, you are going to struggle. And I just gonna just keep it real. So with Derek Jeter and his ownership skills, I think not only do I think it was a situation where it was kind of hard for him to kind of like spend money after getting a team, there's been a lot of rumors that have been going around that he's been kind of frugal on top of that. So I'll let you guys take it from there. But when people say that he wasn't the world's greatest owner, I really couldn't find any information that I could dispute that. So I'll just leave it as that. But I wish him a lot of success in his new role as the announcer there for Fox. And we'll go ahead and keep you posted here on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show, how it goes. And then we're going to switch gears and talk about something a little bit more serious that happened this week. Let me let you know up front, disclaimer, that we're going to be talking about the NFL suspension of Nicholas Petit Ferrer for gambling. Now, if I did mispronounce the last part of the name, it is Haitian. I apologize for that. Nicholas Petit Ferrer. And his mother actually goes to the church that I attend. So I just wanted to kind of let that disclaimer go out there. In a way, that's a good thing because if we had, if I had no knowledge of who Nicholas was, 
he would get it 10 times worse for me. But I'm going to give you the scaled-down professional version, and this is kind of giving you the version of my thoughts and opinion on this situation. For those who don't know, Nicholas, offensive tackle, he got suspended for what the details are for six games for gambling. Now, he made it clear that he was not gambling on an NFL game. He was not gambling on either his team or another team. He was gambling something different than NFL. But the issue was doing that he was doing it there at the facility. He got caught gambling at the facility is what the issue was. And because of that, warranted a suspension of six games. Let me first and foremost also tell you that I used to work in corporate America for over 20 years as a top performer. And I will tell you, it wasn't easy being a top performer. And the reason why I bring that up is because I seen the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to corporate America. And I could tell you firsthand about this topic. When it comes to gambling, let me make this real easy for any athlete. When you sign a contract, don't don't even be in the neighborhood. Don't be in the neighborhood. What I mean by that is don't even gamble while you have a contract for an NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. Just don't do it. Just say, you know what? When you become successful, what you have to do, and I'm telling you this from experience, you have to make sacrifices to be successful, whether you like it or not. The more sacrifices you make to your craft, the more successful you will be. The least or less amount of sacrifice you're willing to make, the more unsuccessful you'll be and the more difficulties you'll have and more roadblocks, suspensions, all of that nonsense because you're not willing to make a sacrifice to get away from trouble. So don't even be in a neighborhood. Don't gamble because when you're gambling, the NFL has made a statement, hey, whether it could be a double standard or what have you, we don't want you gambling on the facility. So if I was a player, I wouldn't gamble at all. I wouldn't gamble in a parking lot. I wouldn't gamble down the block. I wouldn't gamble at all because then someone has to prove that you gambled, and then they have to prove that you gamble on whatever you did on. Even if you're doing horse racing, if you're doing it at the facility, that is warranted for a suspension. You understand? You know, like they tell you, hey, guys, you can't use illegal substances and you might be doing it in a parking lot, but you're on the facility. That is reason for excluding termination. They don't want you doing it there. Regardless of whether you're doing it for the NFL team, you know, saying, of course, if you did it for the NFL team, it was going to be a lot worse. But just don't gamble. There's nothing that you're going to be able to benefit from as an NFL player. You have a potential making millions of dollars. Even if someone says, you know what, you, you can make $15,000 if you bet 2000 
It's not worth your time. It's not worth the risk, and it's not worth the effort. If you want to know about gambling, watch that great video that I did with Patrick Chester. Search my name, Alan Alford. Look for the video of Patrick Chester. He will go in great detail about how it ruin it can ruin your life. Okay? Gambling is, is a slow, steady addiction. Just don't do it. You know, I get you weren't betting on an NFL team. I get that. You were at the facility. What you need to be conscious of, get better at being the best. Reach out to me all the time that want to just try out for the XFL and holding their goal is to be where you're at, playing on an NFL team. Gambling not. It's like me you all together. I'm saying that everybody becomes a bad person. I'm saying that you don't need to put yourself in the neighborhood of gambling. Just don't do it. Just say, you know what? I signed the contract, guys. I can't surround with gambling in any form because someone could I get an NFL team. Someone were to get side to you for gambling. There's none. And listen, one thing I'll tell you about Vegas. Vegas got multi-billions of dollars. They get multi-billions of dollars because they're handing out easy wins for everybody. Yeah, good in here. You're going to hear. They want you to lose all time. They don't want you to do that. They want to throw you a little cat. Oh, and I'm hot. I won 10 rounds in a row. I'm hot. They want you to feel good because they know that they're going to get that money back and a whole lot more. Because you lose around, lose money, then you're gonna try to win money back. Before you know it, you're like, man, I was I was up today and lost three times over tomorrow. It's a, it's it's a law of numbers. You're gonna lose. That's it. Don't be in the neighborhood. Don't gamble at all. And yes, if you are gambling on the facility, it says it right there. Even if you're doing horse racing, yes, that is terms for a suspension. It's, it's, you know, it sounds crazy, but that's what it is. It's kind of like, like, you know, they don't want you drinking at the place. Even if you put a little liquor inside your cup and you kind of conceal the cup, you're still doing something they don't want you to do on the facility. Even if it's the best brand. Even if it's a brand that somebody else endorses, it doesn't matter. Don't put yourself in position. Avoid future incidents by staying away from neighborhood. That's what I used to do in corporate America. You know, I knew that I was a top performing, top performer there. I knew that, and they knew that. So what people try to do, they try to bait you and get you in these awkward positions to try to either a discredit you or Hope that you fall for these traps so that they can kind of take your spot. Or if they don't take your spot, if you're a guy that's hustling real hard, the fact that you're no longer in the picture, guess what? You made their job easier because you're you're at a hundred, they're only doing at thirty percent. They look really bad. Now, if you're no longer in the picture, and the rest of the people are doing thirty-five, forty, guess what? All of a sudden, they don't look so bad. So you have to avoid pitfalls. At all costs. Just navigate through that. 
just say what? Let's stay away from these from this situation because I don't want to be in the hood. Do that, and you'll promise you'll have a promising career. You know, I pray that this incident gets behind you and it's a learning lesson. But man, I was disappointed because it's just you know, it's one of those things I kind of wish we did talk and I would have told you, don't even be in the neighborhood. Just don't. With great power comes great responsibility. Great power comes great responsibility. Always remember that in life, and it'll get you far, far places. Another line you can remember, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Most time you'll find out when you really think about it, you dev, you kind of delve into it real deep. It's not mentioned without pay, ruining your reputation, getting away from your teammates, you know, taking away what you work so hard to get for what? Even if, if the upside was thirty thousand, fifty thousand, still not worth it. Don't do it. So we're gonna go ahead and take a little break. We're gonna go ahead and talk some XFL news. Talk about the NHL draft a bit more, NASCAR news, boxing, and a whole lot more on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. Feel free to call in 516-418-5572. Again, it's 516-418-5572. We're going to take a little break with a great song by Sam Scola. Sam and Mary Scola from Maine. They are a true blessing. Great songwriter, definitely your producer. If you want to do a collaboration, want to sign a great artist, I promise you, him, he won't he won't gamble. This is a gamble you do want to take because there's no money involved except for that signature you make to make him get to that platform of selling a lot of songs for you. It's a lot of records. Sam Scola from Maine, really appreciate you. We're going to go ahead and take a little break. Come back here on the Allen Average Sports Talk Show.
Sam Scola from Maine. Really appreciate you. Definitely, definitely, Sam and Mary, you're the best. So, yeah, I want to go ahead and thank. Man, there's a lot of people I got to thank. <laughs> you know, I was on the news, WFLA News Channel 8. And that was a real, real blessing. If you guys haven't seen it, please check out the Facebook page, Instagram. I got to thank a lot of people. I got to thank All Pro Dad, Tony Dungy, Mark Merrill. Have to thank director Jason Hood. Gave me the invitation. Got to thank the Department of Children and Family, Secretary Siobhan Harris, and also Dr. Eric, I'm sorry, Dr. It's, it's Secretary Dr. Eric Hall. Dr. Eric Hall from USF, Department of Children and Family. I also had to thank Children's Network and WFLA for doing that media coverage. And we got a chance to talk about the importance of fathers in the community, fathers in the household. Hey guys, you know, if you're a dad or if you're thinking about being a dad, you matter. You matter. And kids, they 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 need their dad. They want to play catch. Whether you're got a son or a daughter, you're the role model. Your impact matters. So definitely thank you to all the parties involved, all the people in attendance. There was a couple there was a few dads that was there too. It was an amazing experience. You know, I had a feeling that since you had the big secretaries there, Secretary Hall and Secretary Harris, that the media probably was going to show up. But you never can predict if you're going to end up actually on TV. And lo and behold, I end up on TV. So real props and thank you to all of them. And if you're a dad out there, thank you to you. Keep up the great work. Yeah, so I promise you guys I'm going to talk about XFL news. And if you haven't signed up, I don't know what you're waiting for, but time is running out. Time is running out. What I mean by that is tomorrow is the 1st of July. The showcases start July 8th. And these are the showcases that are coming up where you you don't need to be invited like where you had to have an NFL, you didn't get signed by NFL, but the XFL invited you. Or if you were from an HBCU, you got an invitation in certain circumstances. This is a situation where you can actually just go there, ball out, try out, show them what you can do, and live that dream of getting signed first and foremost by the XFL, then advancing to the NFL. That's a really cool thing about the XFL is that it's morph and morphing into a minor league system that gives you another opportunity to play football and get to the NFL. Over 108 guys got an NFL invite. You have to take it serious. If you have not signed up already, you need to get cracking like yesterday. They're coming up this month. They're spread out. You have to check XFL.com. I'm not going to go over all the locations like I did last week, but I will direct you to go to XFL.com. It will show you all of them there. And I will say 
Come hungry. Come humble. Do your very best. They're going to be checking your speed. They're going to be checking your jumping. They're going to be checking how you get along with other players, other coaches. Are you coachable? Catching. They're going to check it all. Your height. I mean, you're going to be analyzed. So just be prepared. Be patient. But go there and give it a try because, hey, this is your dream. This is your opportunity. And just think, last year was the first year the XFL came back. And that was after three years. So you got to take the most, you got to make the most of this opportunity. You know, the XFL, I definitely, is a great, great league. But just like any business that's starting up, you know, they they have to go through and ride out the, the tougher times. They said that it's not going to be profitable to 2027. So you have to pray that this opportunity is the only opportunity you're going to get and you maximize on that because as Eminem once said, you had one shot, one opportunity in one moment to seize everything you ever wanted. Would you capture it or just let it slip? So you got to treat it as if this is going to be your one and only chance and you got to just be you and show out and bowl out. Yeah. So definitely if you go down, I wish you the best. Tell them you heard about it from the Alan Alfred Sports Talk Show. So do that. Uh, that's that's worth a million bucks to, to us here at the Alan Alfred Sports Talk Show. Tell them that we referred you. And just ball out. You know, go out there and do your whole thing that you can do. And see if, if you get that, you get signed, you know. That you know, I know what it takes to to go at it as a sign on as as one of these showcases. I've I've done it before for baseball, not for football. But when you're being evaluated, you got to come out there and just forget about people watching you and just go out there and do your thing. So let me know how it works out. Do go to a showcase. I'd love to hear from you here, and just tell us how the experience went. You know, whether you got signed or you didn't get signed. Write down our phone number here, 516-418-5572. I'd love to, 516-418-5572. I'd love to hear about the experience. That's something I haven't done yet. You know what? I just thought about that. I have not yet interviewed a player either right before or after or during an XFL showcase. Maybe I should do that. That's something on my short to-do list. So, yeah, because it would be nice to get a perspective how it actually went from a player's perspective. Hey, you know, it was great or it was nerve-wracking, whatever it is. Please, I would love to hear from somebody who tried out. Or if you think about trying out, let me know and we'll connect. Yeah, I just noticed about the NHL draft that the players are looking younger and younger and younger. Man, it made me feel so old seeing these guys getting drafted and look like babies. But you got to get them while they're young. And it it was great to see a lot of the young guys get signed. I wish them all success and a lot of great fortune in the NHL. 
We're going to go ahead and cover a bit more of the NHL here on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. I'm going to make sure I make it my effort to cover some more of the NHL this coming up year and get you guys more connected. Also, racing is another field that I feel like I need to show up to at least at least two or three races throughout the year. I show up to Daytona 500, but I've had the itch to show up to a couple others. Schedule-wise, it actually worked out pretty good when the kids are out of school for me to sneak in a, another race or two. So I'll keep you up to date on that if I'm going to be able to show up to at least, an, at least one or two more races. That would be really cool. And NASCAR community is really awesome to deal with from a media perspective. So mad props to NASCAR for being very media friendly. Hey, that doesn't give low praise because a lot of time when you're dealing with, with NASCAR, I mean, not NASCAR with other, you know, leagues and other sports, even though you are in the media, even if you have great credentials, and let's say and if you are not a rookie to this and you do your job very good, it doesn't guarantee, number one, you're going to get access, and number two, that people are going to be kind of, you know, forthright in, in helping you succeed. You know, they might be more standoffish, and you're like, oh, you know, these guys just, just, you know, fishing for, to get some drama, and that's not what we do at the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. Let me tell you that right now. You know, we, we don't clout chase and we don't chase drama. We give you some great insight. We come in peace. So you have my word on that. And, yeah, they have the Chicago NASCAR coming up. I saw some of the pictures from the Tennessee. That looked really cool as well. But, yes, that's starting up, and it should be a great racing weekend with 4th of July weekend. So definitely I'll keep you guys up to date on some of the events that happened there. And, you know, boxing is starting to heat up a little bit now, you know, they're starting to, you know, you got the big fight. Let me talk about that. First and foremost, that's happening, happening tomorrow with baby Anderson. I think Baby Anderson is going to win this fight, but I think this going to this fight here is going to test him a bit. I just got that feeling that it's going to kind of test him a bit. And I know that he has a 100% knockout ratio, but you don't want to come into a fight just setting up or just thinking about a knockout because just in case you don't get it, you know, you don't have you mentally you'll have less to fall back on. But I do think Jared Anderson is going to win the fight. I do feel as if this will be the fight that he'll kind of get tested a bit. And it, it will be that he'll win, but it won't be he win. I just got that feeling on this coming up fight that his opponent is not intimidated. And that's always a great thing. You know, a lot of times press conferences do reveal a lot. You just have to pay attention. But someone who is not afraid, who has no fear, and uses effective boxing skills, you know, you have to use effective boxing skills, not just brawling, you're going to have a good shot of winning a fight. If not winning a fight, you're going to be a tough out. You're going to be a tough guy to to beat. The opponent still can beat you, 
but you're going to, they're going to have to earn everything they get. So baby Anderson, I feel as if it's going to get a win. I'm not so sure about a knockout, but I think it's going to be a tough, tough fight. And, you know, they have the, the fight with, for undisputed Jamel Charlo and Canelo. I'm sorry, Jamal Charlo. I get him confused sometimes. Jamel Charlo signed to fight Canelo. Let me just check that because uh, so that is going to be undisputed. And His defense is real. Let me talk about that first and foremost, about Mayweather fighting him versus Canelo now. Canelo now is a more evolved and better boxer. His defense is a lot sharper. He uses – he doesn't just try to, you know, beat guys up, so to speak. He actually boxes really well. He, you know, he uses his jab, uses right hook. He he's thinking. He's a much better boxer than he was, technically wise, when he fought Mayweather. And people said, "Hey, would would he now beat Mayweather at this point?" I don't feel as if he would beat Mayweather, even if Mayweather was fighting more in his prime. Let's say, let's say after they fought. Canelo had about two or three years and Mayweather had about three years advanced, but he didn't have a lot of weird tear. I still feel as if with Mayweather's style against Canelo, he still would win even if they had a rematch, even if Mayweather was still in his prime, let's say, or towards the end of his prime. And the reason why I think that is because Mayweather's style is more like of a hit and don't get hit type of guy. Canelo is a type of boxer he who he does box really well, but at some point he just wants to brawl. Then he'll go back to boxing, then brawling. So he kind of wants to plant his feet and just throw that body shot or plant his feet and kind of like rip, rip away. And Mayweather's never going to be the guy that's just going to stand there and let you rip away. He's always going to hit, be elusive. He's a great athlete. So even if they did fight again, I do agree that I think and I'm not saying this as a huge Mayweather fan, but I do think it was if with Mayweather's style, even with Canelo more improved in his skill set now, I still feel as if Mayweather would still win. It's just with that style that he fights with Mayweather, it would be hard for Canelo to really to kind of get in and do some body shots, you know, kind of gauge engage him a bit for at least 20, 30 seconds. It's just Mayweather's not going to give you that. He's just not, and he's too effective of a of a counter where you can get too comfortable yourself. So it's going to be a great, you know, it would be a great fight. Yeah. Canelo Alvarez, and it's going to be a fight for Undisputed. I am going to give you an early prediction on this. Again, it's subject to change, but 
I think Canelo wins this fight and against Jamel Charlo. And the reason why I feel as if is I feel as if Canelo's boxing skill has evolved to the point and his defensive skills have evolved to a point that is that is giving an edge to Canelo. Jamel is a very, very, very good talented boxer. But he does lack a little bit in the technical skill set attribute. I just feel as if you know, he has a jab, but he's a guy that if you know his, his defense kind of lacks, he does like to engage, which is fine at some points. But I just feel as if if you try to engage with a guy like Canelo, who is a little bit bigger naturally than you, does throw very very good body punches. And not just throw very good body punches. He's he places them well. He he gets you kind of set up well. I feel as if Canelo's going to bring it, and I think Canelo's going to win this fight. I really do. I think Canelo, now barring something could change, but I just feel as if it's going to be a, a big fight. But early prediction is Canelo, and. You know, we will wait and see. But I love the fact that the trend now is that boxers are starting to put the belts and kind of put things on a line. It's about time. You know, you want to guard that, oh, like it's the Holy Grail. And you know what? It's great that they're giving fans what they want to see. They're putting up entertaining fights by giving us top competition against top competition. You know, it's to know how how great you are, you want to play and fight the best. And just like me, I mentioned to you earlier in the show that I, I've been a top performer for many, many years in corporate America. I won't mention the name of the business. But when I was doing my thing, I wanted to know without a shadow of a doubt that I was number one. And the only way I knew that I was number one was not just assuming I could beat the number one person or talking about I could beat them was no actually going ahead year to year and seeing what they got and see what I got and see how the numbers ended out at the end of the year. That's it. That's it. You, in order to beat a man, you got to beat the man or beat the woman. In my case, I had to, I had to brawl against some, not brawl physically, but go against some top performing females. And, you know, they want to go after it too. They're corporate women that, go-getters too but yeah i was not afraid to go against the best and that's how you're really going to know you know you could assume you could talk it's just like you have this fight coming up next month huge fight which you know we are praying here at the Allen alfred sports Hook show that we get full media access i did put in a request and that will be you know the errol spence versus Terrence Crawford fight, Terrence Bud Crawford, and now we've seen the best fighting the best. You know, that's, I can assume Terrence is going to win, which I did say that on the show, but the only way we're really going to know is if you did fight. And in, in any fight, something could happen. Somebody could get a gash. Someone could hit them with a great counterpunch and kind of rocks them, and next thing you know, they're in trouble. You just never know, you know? And that's how we know who's the best. You got to fight the best. You're not going to win by just talking. So 
great, great thing that Canelo, Jamel Charlo went ahead and signed this contract. It's going to be in September later this year. I will definitely keep you up to date on that. But I'll give them both a round of applause for at least stepping up and giving it to the fans. Undisputed versus undisputed is something we've been hoping to see and want to see. So props to both men right off the bat. Yeah, it should be a great, great fight. And you know what? Maybe I should show up to that one, too. We'll see. I will check into that and let you guys know. And that brings up another topic that people will ask me from time to time. Hey, can I come along with you? Can I go to a game with you? I see you doing all these interviews. Listen. With great power comes great responsibility. You know, in order for you to come along, you need to have media credentials, which is what I have, and I guard it like it's it's the holy grail because that is your lifeline. You know, you have to do and act accordingly and be somebody who they want at the facility, and that's doing fantastic interviews, great questions, getting along with everybody, Staying in your lane. It's not the homie hookup. It's not hangout spot. It's none of that. It's a more professional and more diligent. That's why you don't see me coming there with family. You don't even see me coming there with friends because if you don't have access, you can't go. And that's the privilege that you have with that. And you have to respect it. Always respect and know your position in life. Always understand who you are. You have access to venues where most people don't. Definitely with great power comes great responsibility. So definitely we're looking forward here at the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show, getting out there and getting more involved, seeing you guys, bringing you some great insight. You know, one thing I have to say, the box community, you know, they 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 give great interviews. So it's always nice to to cover boxing. And I'm about due, so I definitely need to do that. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to go to that Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence fight. I'm putting that into existence. So it's going to be one hell of a fight. It's going to be a great night, and I'm going to keep you guys up to date on it. A lot of great things happening this month. A lot of lot of great venues, great uh, events. I'll kind of let you know more of what's going on as we get closer. We are scheduled to have a fantastic special guest here next Friday. I won't spoil the surprise. Let me confirm it and make sure it's solidified early in the week. And I will do that and let you guys know on our Facebook page and Instagram page. If you haven't subscribed already or follow, I should say, check out Alan Alford Sports Talk Show, Alan Alford Sports Talk Show on Facebook and on YouTube. It's Alan Alford. If you type in my name, you can find me. Just type in Alan Alford on most social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. It is Alan Alford Sports Talk Show. 
but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be definitely great to keep up to date on great things we have going on. And I wanted to go ahead and give props to none other than our awesome, amazing, wonderful show sponsor, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting. You may need a support group. So let me go ahead and play Chef G's Florida Barbecue Song. Sauce song by my man, Sam Scola from Maine. Thank Sam Scola and thank Mary. So let's play that Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce song from Sam Scola from Maine. Counting for variety, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce, a natural flavor. Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce, Florida Gold Honey Mustard on burgers and ribs. Tasty fusion on pork and sausage. Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. Florida Barbecue Sauce. All right, that's Sam. Scola from Maine. Make sure you guys give him that contract. He'll be good on Sam Scola from Maine. Reach out here at Allen Outsource Show. I'll connect you to Sam Scola. We'll make it happen. We appreciate Sam Scola and Mary. And that is Jamel Charles fighting Canelo Alvarez for third. Jamel Charlo. You know, once Jamal, once Jamel. Jamel is fighting Canelo Alvarez. So we're going to go ahead and check that out. And definitely guys need to check out Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce. Got 4th of July weekend coming up. And make sure you get that four pack at flbbqsauce.com. flbbqsauce.com. I did want to go ahead before I let you go is, you know, uh, definitely say that I'm going to miss and give props to a lot of the people from ESPN who are unfortunately getting laid off. You know, I, I won't mention all their names, but I'm definitely, you know, it's going to, it's going to be missed. It's going to be something that's missed. I used to love when ESPN used to do ESPN the weekend here in Orlando. And that's something that they did away with. Unfortunately, budget cuts are real. Corporate America greed is real. Cuts are real. Layoffs are real. So definitely prayers to all of the people at ESPN who unfortunately are being let go. It's been a trend the last month or two. 
And I say that with sincerity that a lot of you are awesome. Loved hearing from you. You motivated me. So it's it's kind of surreal that you're going out while we're going up and not up like, you know, like trying to get your job, but we're doing big things here at the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show with the grace of God. And definitely hope you guys fall on your feet. And it's, you know, I never like to see anybody lose their gig, especially when it's no fault of their own. One thing, if you lose your gig and you messed up, it's another thing where you didn't do anything. And just because of budget cuts, you're, you're out of a gig, but definitely keep your head up. You know, get yourself four pack of Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce. I make you feel better this weekend. Hey guys, happy 4th of July to all of you. The land of the free, home of the brave. 4th of July weekend. Make sure you guys, if you are traveling, travel safely. If you do the firework thing, make sure you be careful. Be very careful this weekend. And definitely with the drinking, no drinking and driving. Have fun responsibly is what I like to say. Do that for me, Alan Alfred. This is Alan Alfred from the Alan Alfred Sports Talk Show. It is really a pleasure and honor to do this show. Really appreciate you guys listening. Definitely appreciate the support. And definitely thank you guys again. Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce, so delicious and addicting. You may need a support group. FLBBQSauce.com flbbqsauce.com till we talk again we are going to be taking it easy and be well be blessed this is the end of the show signing off with another great song by Sam Scola from Maine thank you Mary thank you Sam and thank you to whoever signs Sam Scola because he needs that contract let's go ahead and get him signed
shine.